We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what's going on packer fans welcome back to the pack a day podcast i'm your host andy herman you can follow me on twitter at andy herman nfl hope you are ready to nerd out once again i am super excited about this episode i'm going to be talking about some of the lineups and formations and personnel packages both on offense and on defense that green bay can i think roll out this season and hopefully have a ton of success with we we know all of the players that they gained on both sides of the football right the sammy watkins the christian watsons you know obviously on defense the quay walkers Devontae um, wyatt etc etc like all these new players on both sides of the ball. How do they fit together? We know Green Bay fought with injuries with Jair and Tunyon and just about everyone at some point a season ago. So now that these, you know, like hopefully everyone's healthy and these players are on the roster, how can Green Bay best utilize them and put some really fun formations, personnel packages, lineups, etc., on the field? So we are going to get into it right away. And I'm going to start with the most simple one, but it's also probably the one that I'm most excited about. And it's Green Bay's just pure nickel defense package because their starting 11 or the potential 11 of this group is through the roof. And I know I'm starting basic here and I know you know this lineup basically probably by heart already, but to me, a pure nickel package and the one that I'm most excited about would be Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary at the edge, Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt at the defensive tackle positions. Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker at linebacker, Stokes, Jair, and Douglas at corner, and Sam Savage and Amos at safety. That grouping has all the potential in the world. And like, like let's just talk about the equity that or like the, the value that Green Bay's put in to these players, right? So Preston Smith, big time free agent signing, Kenny Clark, first round pick, Devontae Wyatt, first round pick, Rashawn Gary, first round pick, Devondre Campbell, big signing, Quay Walker, first round pick, Eric Stokes, first round pick, Jair Alexander, first round pick, Razul Douglas, recent free agent signing, like they just resigned him to a big deal, Adrian Amos, big free agent signing, Darnell Savage, first round pick. That is incredible. Um, and overall, the like even Razul Douglas, like if you go back to like their their draft stats, right? Like he was like a third round pick. Like just the the overall um, again talent on this defense, but 
like just how high these players were selected in the draft and the the value that Green Bay's put into them, both in free agency and high draft picks, that grouping right there has the ability to be as good as they freaking want to be. And yes, it is a you know a lineup that we've talked about all offseason. And yes, the Devontae Wyatt could be Jerron Reed, could be Dean Lowry, could be TJ Slayton. They could go in a variety of different you know ways there. But man, oh man, if that group can stay healthy, I am so excited to see. And you know they want to play a ton of nickel defense. You know that that is going to be basically their base personnel. That's their base personnel. That is, is who is going to be on the field. Again, defensive line, edge rushers may be rotating in, but we're going to get a lot of Campbell, a lot of Quay, a lot of Stokes, a lot of Jair, a lot of Douglas, a lot of Amos, a lot of Savage, a ton of Gary, Preston, and Clark. Like the only, like, you know, Wyatt, Wyatt, you know, can rotate in with a variety of different players, but I am so incredibly stoked for that pure nickel defense that I think is going to stay on the field a ton this season. Now let's jump to the offensive side of the ball. I want to talk a little pony package. So pony package is two running backs. So I want to see AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. And when we go through offense, you can just assume they're going to have their starting offensive line. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like, depending on when Bakhtiari and Jenkins get back and how they sort of sort all of that out. But whatever their starting offensive line is, and of course, Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, I'm just going over the running backs, wide receivers, tight ends in these offensive packages. So I want to see A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones on the field at the same time. Then I want to see Mercedes Lewis at tight end, Alan Lazard, and Christian Watson. So why specifically that grouping? A, I I think you have a ton of versatility with it, right? So think about this from a defensive standpoint. How do you want to match up with that group? You're probably going to come out in some sort of nickel defense, right? You're probably going to, you know, line up your edge rushers, defensive tackles, you know, probably two linebackers and five defensive backs. But if you do that, I really like the run possibilities out of this group. First of all, you've got arguably the best run blocking tight end in football, or at least some, you know, top five at minimum in Mercedes Lewis. So if they're in nickel defense, that potentially gives you an advantage by having basically like a sixth offensive lineman out there. Alan Lazard and Christian Watson are both phenomenal blocking wide receivers. Now you've got AJ, uh, excuse me, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones in the backfield. You could basically use AJ Dillon as a fullback in that scenario, and now you're you're basically in a standard formation, right? Fullback, running back, tight end two wide receivers. That's a big guy in AJ Dillon as sort of your lead back. Man, if he can take one of those linebackers, if Lewis can get one of those linebackers, you're five on four. Now now you're talking about, you know, again, Watson and Lazard, two of the best blocking wide receivers potentially. I, I really love that. Now you could put Christian Watson in motion, fake reverses, end arounds, do a bunch of stuff there. And if they come out with a more physical formation, maybe they come out in a 4-3 or a 3-4 base. Okay. Like, I don't hate that. Like, Mercedes Lewis is a a little bit counterfeit in that situation. Uh, But basically, you're in 11 personnel, right? You can have Lazard and Watson on the outside as your two wide receivers. Aaron Jones in the slot. Mercedes Lewis as your tight end. And uh, AJ Dillon as your running back. And you can still run, play action fake. You can do anything out of that personnel. And then, of course, you could just go tight end Mercedes Lewis. You could go the two wides, and you could line up both Dylan and Jones in the backfield. And you could do um, basically what Green Bay did a lot of a season ago, where you send Aaron Jones in motion. You keep AJ Dylan in the backfield. If Jones is going in motion behind Lazard and Mercedes Lewis on one side, you've got to protect that because a quick swing pass to the outside to Aaron Jones is super dangerous with Lazard and Mercedes Lewis blocking. Now you also have Christian Watson 
Watson one-on-one on the outside. If they're not putting a safety over the top, you might have a shot play opportunity. If they're playing off, you just do a quick, you know, basically bubble screen over to Christian Watson or those quick flare passes that Rodgers throws. Now he's one-on-one. If he makes one guy miss, he's off to the races. And now all of a sudden you double outside and you put four on three over here. Now you just hand to AJ Dillon with a super small, uh, you know, run defense in front of him with the offensive line with all the advantages. So there is a ton that you could do out of that pony package with Dylan Jones, Lewis Lazard, and Watson. All right, how about some 12 personnel? Here's another one that I'm excited about. So you've got Aaron Jones in the backfield. You've got DeGuara and Tunyon uh, at basically your tight ends. And then you've got Alan Lazard and Christian Watson as your wide receivers. Once again, it is all about versatility here, right? So in its purest form, you've got Watson and Lazard at wide receiver, Tunyon at tight end, DeGuara either in a fullback sort of role, H-back sort of role, or he could be used as a second tight end. Um, and then you've got Aaron Jones in the backfield. So it basically amounts to a 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends or a tight end and a fullback, and then uh, two wide receivers, right? So that's what it looks like. But again, you could do a lot of things here. DeGuara and Tanyan and Jones are no slouches as receivers, right? Like they can hold their own. So you could go five wide with this. You could go DeGuara and Tanyan and Jones in the slot, Lazard and Watson on the outside. All of a sudden you get, uh, um, you know, one linebacker that goes to the wrong guy. And all of a sudden you get Jones matched up with a linebacker, maybe Tanyan matched up with a linebacker on a mismatch, and you could have some real opportunities there. So, and again, a team comes out small all right, you could even go Christian Watson on the outside. You could put DeGuara and Tunyon at tight end, or excuse me, uh, Tunyon at tight end, DeGuara at fullback. You could even motion over Alan Lazard in almost like an H-back situation. He's done that before as well. So again, a ton of versatility with that type of lineup. You, again, Watson can be used on those end arounds, jet sweeps. You can also be a deep threat down the field. There's a lot that you could do with a Jones, DeGuara, Tunyon, Lazard, and Watson formation. How about a little five wide receiver set? So a five out, you've got Watkins, Watson, Cobb, Lazard, and you could go Dubs, you could go Amari Rogers, you could go in a couple different you know uh, ways there, but how about a Watkins, Watson, Cobb, Lazard, and Dubs grouping? And you look at that from a defensive standpoint, right? And you're like, all right, I got to get in dime defense. All right, that, that's fine. Now, I mean, maybe even like a quarters defense. You might even want like five corners in that situation to match up with those five wide receivers. The defense might be scrambling a little bit. But now, what about if you put Randall Cobb or Christian Watson in the backfield? Now you've got a running back where A, if the other team wants to blitz, especially if it's a Christian Watson, you, Christian Watson might be able to pick up that blitzer just enough to give Rodgers the time to get rid of the ball where he needs to, especially if they're blitzing and you have a quick hot route that you can get to. And especially if Lazard and Cobb are in the slot in that situation, one of those guys is probably going to be the hot guy. Again, it's going to give Rodgers just enough time to, to, to get out of that play or get rid of the football, I should say. Now, what if they're, again, in like a quarters defense or a really small dime defense? Just hand it to Christian Watson or hand it to Randall Cobb. Like there are some really unique things that you could do that. Again, you could motion in an Alan Lazard in almost like an H-back. Like all of a sudden, you go from this five wide personnel, you line up Alan Lazard as an H-back, you line up Christian Watson or Randall Cobb as your running back. The other three wide receivers are out wide. Um, and now all of a sudden, like you, you could go play action. Like you could do so many different, really fun things with that. Or you could just go five wide in something that Aaron Rodgers was really good at, you know, earlier in his career. 
year and just say, you know what, we're going to take whatever the biggest mismatch is. We'll see, you know, maybe our number one, two, and three, you know, wide receivers aren't better than your one, two, and three corners, but we feel really good that our fourth and fifth wide receivers are better than your fourth and fifth corners. And that could be a legitimate mismatch and advantage for Green Bay. That'd be another uh, formation that I would love to see. How about a four wide set with a tight end. So in this situation, you've got Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins. You could go Romeo Dubs here. You could go Randall Cobb. You could go Amari Rogers, um, and then a Mercedes Lewis. So adding in a Mercedes Lewis instead of again that you know fifth wide receiver. A, again, you get a little bit more pass protection. So if you want to keep him in as an extra blocker, go six, you know, offensive lineman with just four wide receivers, you could do that. Or once again, now you could put Christian Watson into the backfield and basically it turns into an 11 personnel. You've got Lewis at tight end, Watson is your running back, Lazard, Watkins, and Dubs, or, you know, whoever else that other wide receiver, maybe Cobb in that situation, are your three wide receivers. And again, it's just a, a figuring out the mismatch of, all right, how did the defense line up again? against me. If they lined up in a, you know, a base or nickel defense, all right, let's spread them out and let's see what we can take advantage of. If they came out in a dime or quarters defense, you know, against, you know, that set, all right, we're going to go 11 personnel, put Christian Watson in the backfield. We might just run the football. Um, or again, we could do some play action stuff. There's just so much different stuff that Green Bay could do out of a personnel package like that. All right, the next one, we're going back to the defense. I didn't put these in any sort of specific order. I figured it'd be kind of fun to go back and forth offense and defense a little bit, but let's go with a real unique 4-3 defense. So we know that Green Bay is going to be a 3-4, you know, base defense or really a nickel base defense. And when they're not in nickel, if they need to go sort of a true base, they're going to be a 3-4, right? But how about maybe the opposing team is getting a little bit... Um, you know, maybe they're out physicaling you. Maybe they're being able to run the football with some regularity and you just need to change things up. Okay. How about a Dean Lowry, Rashawn Gary at the 4-3 defensive ends with Kenny Clark and TJ Slayton in the middle? How about that as a defensive line? Like that is a big defensive line. You've got Lowry and Gary as defensive ends and then Clark and Slayton on the inside. You're not running inside. Both Lowry and Gary have more than enough power to set the edge on the outside. Now you've got three linebackers. You've got Chris Barnes, you've got Quay Walker, um, and then you've got uh, Devondre Campbell as well. Like you have three legitimate like off-ball linebackers that can also help stop the run. So I know Preston's not in that formation in that situation, which, you know, you don't love taking him off the field. Uh, but I do think that's a really unique opportunity to maybe go in more of a 4-3 base. Even if maybe you didn't want Dean Lowry, maybe you just want a little bit more flexibility where it's like a 4-3, um, but it's you're actually standing Gary and Preston up on the edge. You can go Gary and Preston on the edge with then Clark and Slayton on the inside with still three off-ball linebackers, Jair and Stokes, Amos and Savage as your safeties. But I think there's a lot of really unique things that you could do there. And again, if the, the opposing team is having um, some success, you know, running the, you know, running the football, that's definitely something you could do. Also, how about this in this situation? The thing that I really liked about this and the reason that I had Dean Lowry in this situation is on the surface, this looks like a 4-3, right? But what if all of a sudden you shift Lowry back inside and now Clark and Slayton are, you know, basically Clark is your nose tackle. Like, let's just say Slayton's your nose tackle. Lowry 
and um, Clark are your defensive ends in the, this situation. Now you've got Gary as a stand-up outside linebacker, and now Quay Walker moves from off-ball linebacker to the other edge rusher. And now you've got two linebackers still in Barnes and Campbell uh, as your off-ball linebackers. Now you've got basically like a 5-2-4 with two edge rushers standing up, two off-ball linebackers, uh, three defensive linemen, and then you still got your two corners and two safeties. Again, versatility is the name of the game. You want to be able to show opposing offenses and opposing defenses as much unique, flexible uh, looks as you possibly can, and then change things up at the last minute. That's a lineup where you're thinking, all right, are they going 3-4? Are they going 4-3? Like, what exactly are they trying to accomplish here? And you could pull something completely else out, uh, you know, out of your hat, and guys like Quay Walker are going to be able to make that possible uh, with his versatility. So love that option as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. How about a three-two-six dime package? So you're in a third and long, you know, defensively, and you want to get just basically your best defenders on the field, right? This is another package that I absolutely love. So you're starting with Gary and Preston on the outsides, with Kenny Clark as basically your main inside rusher, right? 
So in that situation, again, you know they're not running the football. You're just trying to get Gary up the field. You're trying to get, or excuse me, Gary and Preston up the field on the outside, Clark in the middle. You've still got two off-ball linebackers. Maybe you blitz one. Maybe you blitz a corner. Maybe they're just all playing off and you're rushing three, which I know people hate, but there's a lot of uh, opportunity to get in passing lanes, especially with your speed on the back end. So you've got Campbell and Quay as your off-ball linebackers, Jair Stokes, Douglas, and Keyshawn Nixon as your corners, and Amos and Savage as your safeties in this situation. And once again, what I love here, it starts as a 3-2-6, right? But all of a sudden, Quay Walker moves to the outside. Now Quay and Preston are your uh, edge rushers. Gary moves inside. Maybe you run a twist or a stunt with Gary and Kenny Clark. Those guys are twisting up front. Again, you've got Quay and Preston screaming off the edge. You've still got Devondre at linebacker. You could drop in a Savage or an Amos, you know, if you wanted to as that linebacker, or you could just keep them both at safety. You still got four corners to cover probably their, you know, four wide receivers in that situation. Again, the flexibility, the ability to move players around. Love that option where it's Starts as a three-two-six, goes to a four-one-six, and again, you could even put Savage, or, uh, you know, probably like an Amos in the box in that situation, and all of a sudden, a three-two-six dime becomes a four-two-five nickel. And it, it completely changes everything. So again, that's going to make things very confusing for opposing offenses and specifically opposing quarterbacks. All right. How about th this is another one. You can tell I'm just geeking out here, right? I hope you enjoy this because I'm really enjoying this. All right. You have a three, three, five defense. So what is one of the weaknesses? Well, I want to get actually to that later, but let, let's just say, let's just play this out as a three, three, five defense, right? All right. How about Gary Slayton and Clark along the defensive line? And then Quay, Campbell, and Preston as your off-ball linebackers. And then you've got Douglas, Stokes, Jair at corner, and Amos and Savage at safety, right? All right, so what does this afford you? This does a lot of different things. So once again, you have a ton of versatility, right? So it start, it's basically like your normal nickel defense, right? Where you've got Gary Preston on the edge with Slayton Clark um, at defensive tackle, and then Quay and Campbell off-ball linebackers in your normal corners and normal safeties, right? But you start it as a 3-3-5, and that just gives you, again, a bit more flexibility. Basically, Gary and Clark are your ends. Gary's big enough to hold his own there. You've got a big nose tackle. Now you've got three off-ball linebackers um, right behind him. And what that does is it could just cause confusion of like, okay, is... Is Preston coming as the fourth edge rusher on this side? Is Quay Walker coming as the fourth edge rusher on that side? Could Devondre Campbell come up the middle and both Preston and Quay drop back in coverage? There's it just it, it confuses teams of like, all right, who's the fourth guy that's coming? They're probably bringing four, but which guy is it? Maybe all of a sudden it's Jair off the slot, and now you've got Gary and Jair off the edge. Jair's the unexpected one. Slayton and Clark are in the middle, and you've still got three linebackers dropping back, two corners, two safeties. Again, there's just so much that Joe Barry is going to be able to do with this. And I just love all these options and opportunities. All right. How about a base 3-4 defense? We're going a lot of defense in a row here, but that's okay. How about just your simple base 3-4? Kenny Clark, TJ Slayton, Dean Lowry on the defensive line, Preston Campbell, Quay and Gary uh, at you know linebackers, Preston and Gary outside, Campbell and Quay on the inside, Stokes and Jair at corner, Amos and Savage at safety, this is simple. This is basic. I don't even have anything that I need to go over too much, but man, TJ Slayton is a true nose. Love that. D. Lowry and Kenny Clark as your like three, four defenders. All right. Both of those guys can stop the run and get up the field a little bit. Even Slayton can get up the field a little bit if all of a sudden they go play action or just go a straight pass play. 
Preston and Gary on the outside. Um, again, both of those guys are going to set really strong edges. Both can get to the quarterback if need be. Campbell and Quay could blitz. They can run stop. They can tackle. They can get back in coverage. And Stokes and Jair, good luck on the outside passing against those two. And you still got Amos and Savage at safety as well. So simple 3-4, simple basic lineup, nothing too flashy, but should still be effective. All right, let's go back to the offensive side for a moment. How about a fun 11 personnel? Aaron Jones, Robert Tunyon, uh, Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, and Sammy Watkins. Again, nothing too flashy here, but it gives Green Bay some really unique opportunities here as well because, again, you come out in a, I don't know, like let's just say you're coming out against like a, a big base defense, right? Maybe three safety or excuse me, a big nickel, maybe three safeties, something like that. Like all of a sudden, you know, you've got three capable wide receivers in Watson, Lazard, and Watkins. Watson can be your slot guy. You've got Tony in that tight end who's a receiving threat. Aaron Jones is a receiving threat out of the backfield. You could go five wides out of that, right? You go Tony and lined up in line, Jones and Watson in the slot, Lazard and Watkins on the outside. That's perfect. Again, you can now take advantage of mismatches. Same thing on the flip side, right? All right, let's say they came in uh, more of like a dime defense, right? All right, we're going to go uh, Tunyon at tight end. We're going to motion Lazard into more of an H-back uh, sort of position, which I'm not making it like this is something they've done with Lazard in the past. They've motioned him in and put him in that H-back role. Now you've got Watson and Watkins on the outside with Aaron Jones as your running back. Now you're almost operating as more of like a 12 personnel. So if they come out in a dime or something, again, you have the ability to be flexible there. Or those guys can just go out and execute whatever play that Matt LaFleur wants them to execute. Another one that I'm intrigued by. How about a 12 personnel with Aaron Jones, Tyler Davis, Robert Tunyon, Christian Watson, and Alan Lazard? Once again, you've got a, a flexible formation in the effect that you've got two tight ends and you're probably thinking, all right, this is a 12 personnel. Like we're, we might come out in base against this uh, because they got two tight ends and a running back in. They've only got two wide receivers on the field, but Tyler Davis and Robert Tunyon are their two best receiving tight ends. Aaron Jones is their best receiving running back. Once again, if you want to split all five guys out wide, you could certainly do that. Uh, and again, if you want to go two tight ends, motion Lazard as an H-back, put Jones in the backfield. You could go Jones and Watson in the backfield with two tight ends with Lazard out wide. Again, that just makes things really difficult to be like, all right, the, these five guys they're putting out there, you could argue that they're going to go with a more of like a power run formation, or they could go five wide or anything in the middle. And it just makes it tough of like, all right, we're probably going to just have to go nickel, go in zone and hope for the best. And again, it just gives Matt LaFleur a ton of options. All right. This is one of my favorite ones. I've only got two left. All right. How about a three, three, five defense? We talked about this a little bit earlier. But in this specific situation, you actually are able to get Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary some rest. So what is one of the Packers' weaknesses? They, they just don't have the, the number three and number four edge rushers that you want to play a ton, right? Kingsley and Igbari, Randy Ramsey, Tipa Naliai, Jonathan Garvin. You don't want to have to play those players a ton. So all of a sudden, Preston and Gary come off the field because you're not going to play them 100% of the snaps. Okay, what's a way that we could get around that? All right, how about this 3-3-5 defense? Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, and Dean Lowry along the defensive line with Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell, and Chris Barnes at linebacker, Jair Stokes and Douglas, Amos, and Savage. That, that sounds good to me because guess what? Once again, Quay Walker is my unique piece. 
I could go just go three three five and have Clark clog up the middle. Wyatt and Lowry are good enough that they can both be run stuffers, but also get to the the quarterback a little bit. I've got three linebackers dropping. I've got three corners in coverage. I got two safeties, and in all likelihood, Quay or Campbell or Barnes or one of my corners is going to come and probably blitz in a pass situation as well, right? But once again, we've got Quay, right? So Quay all of a sudden moves over at the last second. And now it is basically your your nickel defense, right? You've got Quay and Lowry coming off the edge. You've got Wyatt and Clark on the inside. You've got Campbell and Barnes at linebacker. Jair, Stokes, and Douglas at corner. Amos and Savage at safety. That 3-3-5 turns into a normal nickel defense with Quay and Lowry as basically your edge rushers in that situation. So once again, not to sound like a broken record, but a lot of different things that Joe Barry is going to be able to do with that sort of look. All right, last one, one last fun one here. How about a full house formation? So you come out in 11 personnel, right? We're going to start with AJ Dillon as our running back, Josiah DeGuara as our H back, and then Watson, Lazard, and Watkins. All right, that sounds like a fun formation, right? All right, well, all of a sudden, let's move Watson to that running back position, right? And we move Dylan and Deguara into those sort of fullback H-back roles. All right, now how how are we going to defend this? Because you've now got Lazard and Watkins as your two wide receivers on the outside. Dylan and uh, Deguara is basically your fullbacks in this scenario. And now Christian Watson's your running back. You could give it to the up back and AJ Dillon and just do like a fullback dive up the middle. You could fake to Dillon, toss to Watson on the outside. You could go power run with Watson running behind Dillon and Deguara. You could motion uh, Lazard in and bring almost like a, have him almost be like an H-back slash tight end in that situation. Again, am I completely nerding out here? And are these, some of these are going to be formations that, you know, maybe get used a handful of times throughout the course of the season. But I just think with all the different ingredients and both Joe Barry and Matt LaFleur's disposal, that they are going to do a lot of different things that are going to cause a ton of different confusion for opposing offenses and opposing defenses. And frankly, I can't wait to see what Matt LaFleur, Joe Barry, Adam Stenovich, etc., come up with for these unique offenses, unique defenses, because Brian Gutekunst has done a tremendous job at putting unique pieces on both sides of the ball, guys that can do a variety of different things, and those defenses can become a variety of different shapes at the last second to just confuse opposing defenses, opposing offenses, etc. So really looking forward to how Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry utilize all these different players and come up with some really unique and creative opportunities and options and just confusion for opposing coordinators. That does it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be right back here tomorrow with an all new episode, but until next time, and as always, go Pack Go.